Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Everybody, thank you for joining us here today at the Hip Senior and in studio on Zoom, we have Mark Healy from the Senior Care Authority, and he's going to be telling us about their business and some of the challenges that they have been having, as well as a lot of the rewards in being in the senior care industry. So let's get to it. Mark, how are you today? Marianne, I am doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for being with us today. Yep, so, absolutely. Senior Care Authority, what? T- t- let's, get, let's just jump in. What is Senior Care Authority? What, what are you guys doing? Well, Senior Care Authority is that we help seniors live well by providing senior living and care solutions. So we help the family just really uh, help find the elders just uh, either a better living environment, help them stay at home. And then we also do uh, family advocacy. We do coaching and uh, we just want to come alongside the family and give them hope and uh, just help them uh, progress and meet the needs of their loved ones, uh, whether they be uh, father or mother, grandmother, grandfather, and it could be even a brother. We have a client that's uh, working with, uh, we're working with her brother, um, and he's had some chronic long-term problems uh, that we're helping come alongside them and just navigate the, um, uh, the waters of dealing with these different things. It's, um, it's interesting. My background is um, physical therapy, and I've been a physical therapist for 40 years. And uh, we moved Rachel's parents from Virginia uh, back in 2008, I think it was. And uh, we moved uh, from rural Virginia to the greater Cincinnati area. And I was shocked at what little I knew about skilled nursing from a family perspective. Uh, Being on the therapy side, you know, I thought I knew everything and I was tremendously humbled to find out the things that I didn't know in regards to, her dad was already in skilled nursing in Virginia. So when we moved him to this area, uh, we needed to find skilled nursing and then her mother was independent and uh, so we needed to find housing for her, handicap accessible housing for her so that she could age in place. And uh, shortly after she moved here, about a year, year and a half, she got a Parkinson's diagnosis. Ooh. And um, so we made the decision to move her mother in with us for her last six years of her life. The last three were on hospice and just, um, the just the hoops and what little we knew uh, at that time about home health care, about hospice, about skilled nursing from the family's perspective, uh, we we saw this opportunity 
and uh, saw an opportunity just to come along families and help them. Uh, you've met Rachel and, and uh, Rachel and I are doing the business together. Um, she will often say, uh, caring for her parents, making that transition from Virginia here really affected her health. And so if we can help people come alongside them and help them in transition, whether it's transitioning into living a different living environment or taking care of the family in the home, uh, we can come alongside them and, and help them with that navigation. So, so did you jump just from that one career into doing this or was it kind of, a, you know, I mean, it was it like one day I'm a physical therapist and one day I'm a <laughs> home health care uh, finder provider, everything person, or how did that transaction ha happen? Well, um, I had the opportunity. Um, I had the opportunity to take this uh, summer off uh, back in 2019. And during that summer, um, uh, I, I love to read. Uh, and um, one of the books that I was reading was a book called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. And it uh, just talks about, as you know, owning your own business, just the ups and downs of owning your own business. And I turned to Rachel and I said, <clears throat> would you be interested in uh, developing a bit, having a business of our own? And uh, she didn't say no. So a warning for you women out there, if you don't say no right away, us guys think you said yes. Um, so we actually were blessed. It's interesting, um, Steve Jobs has a quote that, um, you know, you can't connect the dots looking forward, but you can connect them looking back. And having that summer off and uh, having the time to read, uh, we were the good Lord blessed us with meeting a franchise coach. And uh, she did some tests, did some evaluation, and introduced us to Senior Care Authority. And, um, you know, we were raised uh, as servants um, uh, that uh, we were just supposed to be servant leaders. That's the way our, we saw our parents live. And uh, we saw this as an opportunity to just kind of take those skills and continue them in our own business. So that's, yeah, it, it was an interesting transition. <laughs> For so sure. Senior Care Authority, like the only one you looked at, you were just like, okay, this is this is it. I know that we're supposed to be part of this. Well, um, our franchise coach gave us uh, six different businesses to look at. And um, it, Senior Care Authority was really the only one in, um, in the field of transitioning people into, you know, memory care, assisted living, independent living. That's the only one of those. Um, early on, we got to meet, even before we had made a decision, we got to meet the owner. Uh, he happened to be in the area and we got to meet the owner, saw the character that he was, saw his heart for helping seniors. And uh, we're really just kind of drawn to that. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, when, it, you know, there are other, are other competitors in the field, great people. We've met most of them in both the Cincinnati and the Dayton area. They are great people uh, and they have a heart to serve, but Senior Care Authority was really the only one that we looked at. Okay. So, 
Yeah. You know, I'll have to add your your no um, part of that to my list of things to to remember because a while back, um, long time ago, my husband uh, was headed to pick up something. Uh, my now ex husband was headed to pick up something from somebody I'd found like on Craigslist somewhere or whatever, some cigar boxes for my mom to decorate mm-hmm. or whatever. And the girl called me back. She goes, "Oh, I forgot to ask you. Do you want a puppy?" Well, we happen to have a pet food um, business at the time. I specialized in holistic and all natural pet food, and mm-hmm. we um, she and she knew that. And so she said, "Do you want a puppy?" And the biggest lesson I had learned up until now in in my life lesson was to not say the word "why" after you say "no." Because I said, no, why? And she went on to tell me that, you know, she had been pregnant, lost these uh, triplets, uh, like, in month six. And they bought, they got this puppy to um, to fill fill their hearts with some love and, and to try, try to get through that difficult time. But the husband was allergic to this, to this puppy. Oh, no. Yeah. And so here, I, you know, she's tugging at my heartstrings because my daughter was still pretty young at the time. And... And so, oh, how horrible. She lost triplets. You know, that's terrible. That's what, what an awful traumatic thing. Uh, and now to have this, this puppy that, that the husband's allergic to, and you can hear him in the background sneezing his full head off, you know, and I'm just like, oh, send her home and, and I'll find a home for her. And by the time my husband got home with her, he had already fallen in love with her. And, and so now that was like, you know, dog three at the time. <laughs> That's what, you know, that's kind of what happens when you're involved with pets. So yeah, so no, why? So I've, I've learned just to stop at no. <laughs> no, I don't want a kitten. No, I don't want a dog. No, I don't want another computer. You know, whatever the case may be. No, no, yeah. no. Um, and so um, that just kind of adds into your uh, just saying, you know, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because... Um, uh, Rachel's parents, Rachel's dad was an attorney um, and uh, in a small uh, rural town. And uh, Rachel's mom was his office manager. So Rachel saw her mom and dad working together uh, in his biz, in their business. And so it wasn't a far-fetched question um, right. where we were both going our separate dif- different directions. She had some familiarity with uh, running a business as a couple. Uh, it, it, it can be challenging at times. All right, we're going to take a break just for a moment and hear from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. And then when we come back, we're going to continue hearing more from Mark Healy about Senior Care Authority, how him and his wife, Rachel, uh, the challenges of working together and some of the successes that they have running a business. So stay tuned and we will be right back. And now just a quick message from our sponsor of the day, Anchor by Spotify. Hi friends, this is Marion Bailey from The Hip Senior. Have you ever wondered what it takes to have a podcast? Well, I'm here to tell you that anchor.fm is one of the easiest ways to get started. You can have a podcast up and running in one day. Did you know that? You can talk about things in your past, things that are going to happen in the future, things about a business or a volunteer opportunity. There's all kinds of reasons and things that you can do with a podcast. And I'm here to let you know 
that using Anchor by Spotify is one of the easiest ways to make a podcast. Everything that you need to record a podcast, to edit it, and to get it listed in all the major podcast listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Everything's in one place. Simple to do. And oh, I forgot to mention, it's completely free. If you want more information about hosting a podcast or getting started, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now back to our podcast. I imagine. I imagine. The, what do you think the number one challenge for that is? Do you think it's like spending too much time together or? No. um, Ideas. Actually, that has been, um, and that was one of the things that kind of, um, having taken that summer off, and one of the things that we did uh, previous to that summer is we had a, uh, we had a three-month emergency fund, um, because as a physical therapist, if I had hip pain, or if I couldn't walk, or I couldn't help transfer your mother from the bed to the wheelchair, I couldn't work. If you can't work, you don't get paid. And so we had that three month cushion and we just decided to use it. And it was so much fun to spend that much time with Rachel. It was, it was glorious to, to be uh, just not have to worry about going to work and just being able to spend that time, do what we wanted to do when we wanted to do it. And uh, that was probably one of the keys to really starting the business together is that we enjoyed that summer together. So um, that was probably uh, the huge part, probably the toughest part for us um, as business owners. It's going from in a, being in a profession, Rachel's background is medical technology. So she would do lab tests, blood tests, stool samples, all that other good stuff like that. And as a physical therapist, all of our customers came to us. And so then we didn't have to really worry about where the customers were coming from. They would just, I would walk into work, I'd get handed a list of patients and I'd go do my thing and go home. And uh, probably the biggest challenge, someone, <laughs> someone asked me, what would you do differently? If you were starting over again, what would you do differently? And I said, one, we wouldn't start three months before COVID, <laughs> which um, when you're in a senior sector, starting three months before COVID uh, has been a wonderful challenge. There's, there's benefits from that. And there are also been a lot of challenges. And the second thing I would do is I would probably have a business coach sooner um, because we didn't know what we didn't know. And so to have someone come alongside us and really say, um, uh, I think this would be a better decision. He's not making, you know, I, I, I was a student athletic trainer at Ohio State back in the Woody Hayes days. So I got to see Woody Hayes in person. Um, Awesome man, great historian, really cared for his athletes, but he expected, he pushed them. The one thing that I saw that I learned from Woody Hayes was he pushed athletes 
further than what they thought they could give. And so most athletes, when they played for Woody, didn't like Woody because they thought they were giving their all, but Woody knew they had more to give. And a good coach will push you beyond what you think you have to give. And uh, that's what our coach Byron has been able to do for us is just say, hey, you guys are doing a great job here, but you could do a little bit more. And you could, and he's been able to kind of keep our focus narrowed. Um, so uh, those are the two things, not do before COVID and get a coach early on. So those are you know what the we we could not have predicted COVID. You know, uh, <laughs> before COVID, be, you know, before COVID, um, I was working for Whirlpool as a sales rep um, in the area and doing a lot of driving, doing a lot of talking to people and stuff like that. And one, you know, long story, but one thing led to another, and I ended up quitting like uh, February twenty eighth. You know, yeah, yeah. To find out that all these sales reps across the country that were doing the same exact job that I was doing all sat on their butts at home calling stores saying, hey, how are you? Do you need any parts? Me to order any parts for you? And so doing the exact same job that we would have been doing in the store, but from home. And I had quit because my boss, well, not why, but my boss that I was working for had quit two weeks before I did. And so I called him and I said, man, if I had known, you know, and he's like, yeah, exactly. He goes, me too. You know, if I had known that I was going to be able to sit at home calling stores or whatever, I, I definitely would have uh, stayed on longer, you know, because for the first two months of COVID, I sat around like everybody else scratching my head going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm out there teaching seniors. I can't be in their homes right now. That would be irresponsible. Right. And uh, how am I going to pay the bills? You know, it's like everybody else out there, you know, there's, there's nothing new about my story, your story or anything else. You know, we're all in the same boat at the same time. Right. But yep. some of us use that inner power that we have to get creative about it and say, okay, how do we go about making this situation that is terrible in the world, but how do we make it a good situation for us as much as possible? And out of that was, was born, you know, the hip senior. And then a couple months oh, later, wow. the trajectory. And I had, when I got divorced, that was another thing I used. How do I make this bad situation good for me and, uh, and enable me to be able to, um, do good for others at the same time has always kind of been my bad. It's not just like, oh, how am I going to make this good for me? Period. How do I use my good to be able to empower others or how to make other lives better or safer or whatever? So the directory came about and that was, you know, helping I went back to school after I got divorced and got a degree in digital marketing. And wow. so using that to be able to help other small to medium businesses, be able to connect with seniors and give seniors a safer place to shop, whether it's finding a new home or finding a pair of shoes or whatever the case may be. So I always seem to default back to finding a pair of shoes. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what's in my head with seniors and shoes and, and, and the directory for some reason, but just kind of one extreme to the other. And so, yeah, it's, you know, so what? You started a business three months before COVID. You made the best of it. And here you are still kicking, right? You're still, yep. like, we're, we're on camera together. Your home is behind you. I can see that you're not homeless. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've oh, it, challenges through it and we've all we're all kind of coming out of that but yeah we we do the best that we can with it right 
Well, the, we saw we saw tremendous silver lining in in the whole thing. Like you say, what do you, you can sit at home and and moan, or you can sit at home and use the time to be creative and come up with ideas and come up with ways to serve other people. We saw it as a blessing. We were trained in dementia. Well, we I got my uh, senior uh, certified senior advisor uh, certification. And, uh, you know, we were trained in Beyond Driving with Dignity during that time. So there were a lot of things. And, the, you know, how many of us were using Zoom to communicate? Oh, and, yes. well, we weren't uh, previous. Oh, previous. Um, no. Previous. Yeah. We weren't previous. And so we were going to networking and we would go to networking in live and we might meet four or five people out of 50. Right. Now, when you go to a networking meeting, it's like all 50 are right there and you go, oh, I want to meet them. And then you can reach out to them. Oh, right. I want to meet her I, and then reach out to them. And it's well, been, uh, that, right? yeah, exactly. So it's been, it's been a blessing that you and I may not have ever even cross paths at a we might have been at three or four networking meetings and never ever cross paths so it's been it a is, blessing in that regard and and that's the truth and i say that every day it's like i spent you know the last 20 years teaching seniors how to use technology and then uh the last uh 10 being more serious about it the past five definitely being serious full time mm -hmm. about it um and you know, I met people here and there, whatever, but again, being online networking wasn't that popular. So it was kind of like, you know, people have introduced me to, hey, that's at an email or at an event. Um, but you're right. It's like, it just dawned on me when you said that, that um, it kind of, it's kind of been a, an envelope type of thing of, what came first, the, the chicken or the egg, because it was like, okay, so I always been thinking that when I created the magazine, The Hip Senior, that people all of a sudden started introducing me to people that I didn't know, but it's not. It's because we've been on Zoom and, and it's been more acceptable to be on Zoom doing meetings. And I've been waiting for this my whole life. I'm like, why can't we all do this online? Why, you know, I've just been been trying to teach online and people thought, oh, you're crazy. You can't teach seniors how to use technology online. And I'm like, I've been doing it with my mom for years. I know it's absolutely possible, but people just thought, oh, you're nuts. Well, who's crazy now? Because we've proven that seniors need technology and stuff. So yeah, it wasn't because I started a magazine, but it was because meeting people has just been so much more accessible. Yep. How, how amazing is that for how many businesses out there that have thrived during this time, not because of a bad situation, not because of anything else, but because of the ability to meet people um, all over the world. Uh, and all you have to have is a camera and a computer. Yep. Yep. Wow. It's and it's in all industries as you look back on it. I mean, uh, I'm a railroad uh, fan, so I do some reading in railroads. And the people that had canals, um, you know, like the Erie Canal or any of these canals that were moving goods and services, they thought the railroad was crazy. Well, it wasn't long before the canals were out of business and railroads, and same thing with automobiles. But if you're making a buggy, 
you thought Henry Ford was nuts, um, you know, and it's the same thing with Zoom. I really think, I think you're absolutely right and your business will just explode from here on out um, because people coming up will want to learn uh, in the comfort of their own home. Okay, we have heard from Mark Healy today about his business with Senior Care Authority. Him and Rachel, his wife, run it. They're in the Cincinnati area. And if you are in the Cincinnati area and you are looking for good placement services, please reach out to Mark and then we will put their phone number and all their information in the description of this podcast. Mark, we've so been grateful to have you on the show. And if this seems like a little bit of an abrupt um, ending here, it's because Mark goes on to tell us about another part of their business, which involves seniors and driving. And we are going to be hearing from him next week, the same time, the same place. And Mark's going to tell us about what they can do when you think that maybe your parents um, shouldn't be driving anymore and how you can handle that. So stay tuned and we will be hearing from Mark next week as this podcast continues. So everybody, thank you so much from the hipsenior.com where we have articles and directory listings where we try to keep seniors safer by providing a safer shopping experience and by educating them with stories and um, introductions to other businesses. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, Mark Healy continues the story next week. So we will talk to you then. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Hip Senior Podcast. Remember to subscribe or you'll miss out on more inspirational stories that will make your golden years into platinum years. If you'd like to learn more about the senior services provided today, please visit us online at www.thehipsenior.com.